Hello everyone, welcome to a very special episode of Good Heaps. Today we're discussing one of the new spoilers from uh, Caltime, Mystical Reflection. This is an MT2 Goldfish translation, so it should be accurate. They usually do a pretty good job, but uh, just want to point out maybe we've, something's wrong here. Maybe uh, there's one word off or something that could really influence how I interpret this card. So thanks to them for translating it. Thanks to them for translating it, but also just saying, hey, might be wrong. So Mystical Reflection is an instant for one in a blue says, choose target non-legendary creature. The next time one or more creatures or planeswalkers would enter the battlefield this turn, they enter the battlefield as copies of the chosen creature instead. It has foretell for just a blue. So what's really interesting about this card is it's kind of like a clone effect, except it's kind of proactive in a way. So if you have, let's say, the thing that everyone's crazy about here is Dockside, right? So if there's a Dockside in play, it doesn't have to be your Dockside, be anyone's Dockside. You choose that, then you play a creature, uh, the spiciest way I've seen so far is Tevish Zot. So Tevish Zot has an uptick ability which makes two creatures. So you'll get two Docksides after that. Uh, interestingly enough, though, uh, there's actually a really unique way you can use this card, which is as a like reactive defensive spell. So let's say your opponent's playing like a Kiki Jiki combo, right? You uh, in either they start going off, and in response to their activation on whatever untapper they're using let's say it's a Felidar Guardian, uh, you choose a Mana Dork. So, the, you, so you target that, and your opponent creates a copy of Felidar Guardian that enters the battlefield as a copy of, your man, of the Mana Dork you chose. So you've stopped their combo for at least a turn, but that's usually good enough, right? Uh, they're, they're not going to be able to, uh, unless everyone has absolutely nothing, they're, they're, they're just not going to be able to win after that. Uh, they're going to be able to get disrupted. So that's pretty cool. And again, uh, there's just a whole bunch of uh, really neat interactions with this card. I think Toshot's obviously the, the shining example for me. The foretell ability is also really sick. Uh, because you can use this card reactively, it's actually really useful to just foretell it. And then if you need to use it, if it needs to be a three mana counter spell, it can be. Uh, but also if you just come back around to your turn, uh, then you can you pay the one blue and that'll actually like usually be pretty significant. Additionally, uh, there's some weird interactions like Najila. So Najila makes one token per trigger, and it gets multiple triggers. It doesn't make uh, that many. It makes it isn't worded in such a way that you make like however many warriors are attacking. You make that many. It's actually whenever a warrior attacks, you make a token. So you'll get like let's say seven different triggers, and so you'll only get one copy of the dockside you're trying to make. So that's pretty awkward. Um, I don't know if there's any. You can do this on commanders. So. Um, you can have your opponent's commander enter the battlefield as a as a token or something like that. You can have your own commander enter the battlefield as a token. So if you have like Roger in the command zone, you can be like, "Hey, I want my Roger to enter the battlefield as a dock side." So now you get another dock side. So that's pretty sick. So yeah, th this card's really interesting. To be honest, the fact that it stops like a Nala combo because uh, it, it, ooh, I, you know, one thing I did forget to mention is in Tevish Zot, you can uh, make it the next creature enter the battlefield as a spell seeker. And then you get two tutors, which is probably good enough to win. Um, can't guarantee that, but just getting like you know, a, you could get a, a plunge and a, a plunge into. There's like a plunge. It's like a red ritual. This is sack a creature. You could get that, and like I don't know what breach, and you're probably just gonna win the game at that point. So, it you know that's that's pretty powerful. I'd I'd say I think that's that's definitely worth looking into. Uh, but the thing I did want to mention is that it stops Thassa's Oracle 
it's, it probably stops Lab Maniac. You know, if you're a little conservative, you might not use it. But Thassa's Oracle is a big one. This is a way for you to counter. This is like a bounce spell that, like, if you think of like how we use bounce spells in CDH, it's usually to copy a Dockside. But this is like a bounce spell in that way. But instead of being like a a bounce spell and that it removes permanence, it's like a counter spell for creatures, which is kind of interesting. It's like so. I think this is probably going to see play. I mean, I'm going to get my Corvold Mystical Reflection, and that's going to feel really awful, and I'm going to hate it. And that's just the world we're going to be living in now, I think. I think people are definitely going to be playing this card. It's super powerful. It's uh, going to be really relevant in the games that you play. So, hope you have a good one. Hope you enjoy the Calgon spoilers. I should have a video coming out in the next few days of me and Rebel discussing some uh, more cards and the Mechanic Fortel. So, we'll see if I can get that out soon. I don't want it to be too late in the spoiler season where people don't even want to watch it anymore. So, I'll try to get that out soon. Have a good one. See ya.